You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 126. We're continuing in the book of Judges, and we meet a new judge, a new leader in Israel, and her name is Deborah. And up to this point, we have not seen a woman as a judge or leader. And she tells Balak that God will give the victory over the enemies of Israel to a woman. But wait for the plot twist, because even though Deborah is a mighty warrior and goes into battle, there is a different woman God was actually talking about. And in Judges 5, we hear a very long song of Deborah, which recounts many of the battles we've seen so far. And remember that poetry and song was a way for people to keep the fire alive, to keep the story alive. The legends and tales of their heroes must be passed down through the oral tradition. And this is best done through poetry. And we're also continuing in the book of John. And we see Jesus perform another miracle, but we also see the reaction to these miracles from the people around him. There are some who totally believe in Jesus and need his power, need a miracle in their lives. But there's others who question Jesus, and still others are blessed and healed by Jesus, and they don't really even know who he is. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry, and you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Judges chapter 4. Deborah, the judge. After Ehud died, the people again did what the Lord says is evil. So the Lord allowed King Jabin of Canaan to defeat the Israelites. Jabin ruled in a city named Hazor. A man named Sisera was the commander of King Jabin's army. Sisera lived in a town called Harasheth Hogoyim. Sisera had 900 iron chariots, and he was very cruel to the Israelites for 20 years. So they cried to the Lord for help. There was a prophet named Deborah. She was the wife of a man named Lapidoth. She was judge of Israel at that time. She would sit under the palm tree of Deborah, and the Israelites would come to ask her to solve their disagreements. The palm tree of Deborah is between the cities of Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. Deborah sent a message to a man named Barak and asked him to come and meet with her. Barak was the son of a man named Abinoam. Barak lived in the city of Kadesh, which is in the area of Naphtali. Deborah said to Barak, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go and gather 10,000 men from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun. Lead them to Mount Tabor. I will make Sisera, the commander of King Jabin's army, come to you. I will make Sisera, his chariots, and his army come to the Kishon River. I will help you defeat Sisera there. Then Barak said to Deborah, I will go and do this, if you will go with me. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. Of course I will go with you, Deborah answered. 
but you will not be honored when Sisera is defeated. The Lord will allow a woman to defeat Sisera. So Deborah went with Barak to the city of Kadesh. At the city of Kadesh, Barak called together the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali. He gathered 10,000 men to follow him from these tribes, and Deborah also went with him. There was a man named Heber, who was from the Kenites. The Kenites were descendants of Moses' father-in-law, Hobab. Heber had left the other Kenites and had made his home by the oak tree in Zaninim, near the city of Kadesh. Someone told Sisera that Barak, son of Abinoam, was at Mount Tabor. So Sisera gathered his 900 iron chariots and all the men with him, and they marched from the city of Harasheth Hagoyen to the Kishon River. Then Deborah said to Barak, Today the Lord will help you defeat Sisera. Surely you know that the Lord has already cleared the way for you. So Barak led the 10,000 men down from Mount Tabor. Barak and his men attacked Sisera. During the battle, the Lord confused Sisera and his army in chariots. They did not know what to do. Barak and his men defeated Sisera's army, but Sisera left his chariot and ran away on foot. Barak continued fighting Sisera's army. He and his men chased Sisera's chariots and army all the way to Harosheth Hagoyen. They used their swords to kill all of Sisera's men. Not one of Sisera's men was left alive. But Sisera ran away to the tent where a woman named Jael lived. Jael was the wife of Heber the Kenite. His family was at peace with King Jabin of Hazor. That is why Sisera ran to Jael's tent. Jael saw him coming, so she went out to meet him and said, Sir, come into my tent. Come in. Don't be afraid. So Sisera went into Jael's tent, and she covered him with a blanket. But first, Sisera asked Jael for a drink of water. Jael had some milk, so she poured some for him to drink and then covered him up. Then Sisera said to Jael, Go and stand at the entrance to the tent. If anyone comes by and asks you, Is anyone in there? Say no! But Jael found a tent peg and a hammer and went quickly to Sisera. Sisera was very tired, so he was sleeping. She put the tent peg to the side of Sisera's head and struck it with the hammer. The tent peg went through the side of his head and into the ground, and so he died. Just then, Barak came by Jael's tent, looking for Sisera. Jael went out to meet Barak and said, Come in here, and I will show you the man you are looking for. So Barak entered the tent with Jael. There Barak found Sisera lying dead on the ground, the tent pegged through the side of his head. On that day, God made the army of King Jabin of Canaan unable to defend themselves against the Israelites. The Israelites fought harder and harder against Jabin, the Canaanite king, until they finally destroyed him. Judges chapter 5, the song of Deborah. On the day that the Israelites defeated Sisera, 
Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang this song. The men of Israel prepared for battle. They volunteered to go to war. Praise the Lord! Listen, kings. Pay attention, rulers. I myself will sing to the Lord. I will make music to the Lord, the God of the Israelites. Lord, in the past you came from Seir. You marched from the land of Edom. You marched and the earth shook. The skies rained and the clouds dropped water. The mountains shook before the Lord, the God of Mount Sinai, before the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, and in the days of Jael, the main roads were empty. Travelers chose to take the back roads. Life in the villages of Israel came to a halt. Nothing happened until you came, Deborah, until you came to be a mother of Israel. God chose new leaders to fight at the city gates. No one could find a shield or a spear among the 40,000 soldiers of Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel. They volunteered to go to war. Praise the Lord! Pay attention, you people riding on white donkeys, sitting on saddle blankets and walking along the road. The watering holes for the animals, we hear the music of cymbals. People sing about the victories of the Lord, his victories for those in his villages in Israel. That is when the Lord's people went down to the city gates. Wake up! Wake up, Deborah! Wake up! Wake up and sing the song. Get up, Barak. Go and capture your enemies, son of Abinoam. Then the few who were left went down to fight the mighty ones. The Lord's people went down for me against great warriors. The men of Ephraim came from the hill country of Amalek. Benjamin, those men followed you and your people. And there were commanders from the family of Machir. Leaders from the tribe of Zebulun came with their bronze clubs. The leaders of Issachar were with Deborah. The people of Issachar were loyal to Barak and followed him into the valley. But the people of Reuben were filled with doubts and they did nothing. Why did you sit there by your sheep pens, listening to the flutes the shepherds play for their flocks? Yes, the people of Reuben were filled with doubts and they did nothing. The people of Gilead stayed home east of the Jordan River. The people of Dan would not leave their work on their ships. The people of Asher remained by the sea, camped near their safe harbors. But the men of Zebulun and Naphtali risked their lives fighting on those hills. The kings of Canaan came to fight, but they didn't carry any treasures home. They fought at the city of Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. The stars fought them from heaven. From their paths across the sky, they fought against Sisera. The Kishon River swept them away. That old, old river, the Kishon. I must be brave and march on. The horse's hooves hammered the ground. Sisera's mighty horses ran and ran. The angel of the Lord said, Curse the city of Meroz. Curse its people. They did not come to help the Lord fight. They did not help the Lord against his powerful enemies. Honor belongs to Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Honor her above all the women who live in tents. 
She should be the most honored of all women. So Sarah asked for water, Jael gave him milk. In a bowl fit for her ruler, she brought him cream. Then Jael reached out and took a tent peg. Her right hand reached for a workman's hammer. She put the peg against the side of Sisera's head and hit it with the hammer. He sank down between Jael's feet. He fell and there he lay. He sank down between her feet. He fell there. Where Sisera sank, he fell. And there he lay, dead. There is Sisera's mother, looking out of the window, looking through the curtains and crying. Why is Sisera's chariot so late? Why can't I hear his horses? Her wisest servant girl answers her. Yes, the servant gives her an answer. I'm sure they won the war, and they are now taking things from the people they defeated. They are dividing those things among themselves. Each soldier is taking a girl or two. Maybe Sisera found a piece of dyed cloth. That's it. Sisera found a piece of fancy cloth, or maybe two, to wear around his neck in victory. But may all those who love you be as strong as the rising sun. And there was peace in the land for 40 years. John chapter 4, verses 43 to 54. Two days later, Jesus left and went to Galilee. Jesus had said before that a prophet is not honored in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the people there welcomed him, but only because they had seen everything he had done at the Passover festival in Jerusalem. Jesus went to visit Cana in Galilee again. Cana is where he had changed the water into wine. One of the king's important officials lived in the town of Capernaum. This man's son was sick. The man heard that Jesus had come from Judea and was now in Galilee. So he went to Jesus and begged him to come to Capernaum and heal his son, who was almost dead. Jesus said to him, You people must see miraculous signs and wonders before you will believe in me? The king's official said, Sir, come before my little son dies. Jesus answered, Go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus told him and went home. On the way home, the man's servants came and met him. They said, Your son is well. The man asked, What time did my son begin to get well? They answered, It was about one o'clock yesterday when the fever left him. Father knew that one o'clock was the same time that Jesus had said, Your son will live. So the man and everyone in his house believed in Jesus. That was the second miraculous sign that Jesus did after coming from Judea to Galilee. John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Later, Jesus went to Jerusalem for a special Jewish festival. In Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, there is a pool with five covered porches. In Aramaic, it is called Bethzatha. Many sick people were lying on the porches beside the pool. 
Some of them were blind, some were lame, and some were paralyzed. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a very long time. So he asked him, Do you want to be well? The sick man answered, Sure, there is no one to help me get into the water when it starts moving. I try to be the first one into the water, but when I try, someone else always goes in before I can. Then Jesus said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Immediately the man was well. He picked up his mat and started walking. The day all this happened was a Sabbath day, so the Jewish leader said to the man who had been healed, Today is the Sabbath. It is against our law for you to carry your mat on the Sabbath day. But he answered, And the man who made me well told me, Pick up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who told you to pick up your mat and walk? The man who had been healed did not know who it was. There were many people there, and Jesus had left. Later, Jesus found the man at the temple and said to him, See, you are well now, but stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. Then the man left and went back to the Jews who questioned him. He told them that Jesus was the one who made him well. Psalms chapter 57, verses 1 through 6. For the music director, to the tune, Don't Destroy, a mictum of David written when he escaped from Saul and went into the cave. God, be merciful to me. Have mercy because I depend on you to protect me. I run to you like a bird to its mother, hiding under her wings until the danger has passed. I pray to God most high for help and he takes care of me completely. From heaven he helps me and saves me. He will shame the one who attacks me. Salah. God will remain loyal to me and send his love to protect me. My life is in danger. My enemies are all around me. They are like man-eating lions with teeth like spears or arrows and tongues like sharp swords. God, rise above the heavens. Let all the world see your glory. My enemies set a trap to trip me and make me fall. They dug a deep pit to catch me, but they will fall into it. Salah. Thank you, everyone. That was day 126. Join us for day 127. In the book of Judges, the Midianites fight Israel, and they are very powerful and cruel. But then an angel arrives sits under an oak tree and speaks to a man named Gideon. And in the book of John, people see Jesus working on the Sabbath, and that makes them want to kill him even more. But Jesus stands his ground and tells them that all of the authority of what he does comes from God himself. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. 
Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.